I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lo, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hey, listeners, it's Lo. So I wanted to jump on before we get into the actual episode today to real quick explain what's coming up. Have this awesome interview series session. I don't know. You're going to get great interviews with lots of awesome women who are practicing self-love for themselves and also through the work they do and the interactions they have in their communities are helping others build self-love. So it's going to be called the self-love POV and then insert name of guest. And so just watch for those episodes if you just need another perspective on self-love and I don't know, great confirmation that there's no right or wrong way to practice self-love. It's whatever feels right for you, but maybe you'll get inspired by some other people. So tune in. Today is our very first guest. So excited for you to meet Sue all the way from the UK. So keep on listening and tune in every time you see self-love POV. All right, let's get started. Hello, hello, listeners. It's Lo. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. I have something so exciting kicking off today. I know I've mentioned before that I was doing a section or a few interviews on self-love point of view with special guests, and Sue Jones Miranda is my very first guest, and she is the perfect guest to kick off this segment because she practices self-love so well, and she helps others practice self-love. Here's a little bit about Sue before we get to meet her. She does human design. She's a genes key expert and spiritual mentor. So human design and gene keys are spiritual awakening tools. Sue believes the world will change when we educate the next generation according to their unique gifts, strengths, and talents, and raise them in accordance with this. Her passion and mission is to put self-expression at the heart of education industry. She is the creator of the playbook, which is a blend of human design and gene keys, and it is this book, available for all, that provides the foundation of her soul's vision. The change starts with us. When we awaken and remember who we truly are, then we give permission for others to do the same. I'm going to put her links for Facebook and Instagram in my show notes at the end of this session. We'll have her call out where you can follow her, though. And let's give a warm welcome to Sue. Thank you, Sue, for coming on. Thank you for inviting me, Lauren. And Sue, let's tell everyone, where are you located? So I am in the Cotswolds in the UK. So it's a very, very beautiful part of the UK. Um, quite a well-known like holiday destination. If you close your eyes and you imagine um, real old stone buildings and lots of fields, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. And when you start following her on social, you will see some of that beauty when she posts amazing things. <laughs> so Sue, can you get into a little bit about how you got into human design and your journey to where you are today? Oh, I can indeed. So my journey with human design started 
So I was first introduced to it by a lady called Paige Michelle, who still kind of teaches with it now. And that was probably about eight years ago. So probably how most people are kind of coming across it now, very much um, around, yeah, like scrolling online and then you see people talking about this tool and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. So I started to go down the rabbit hole of human design in a sense of it really giving me this almost like permission slip and this like awareness of like, oh my God, it read what I was reading about me and my design felt very much aligned with who I am. Not necessarily who I was being at the time, but who I am. It was like, yes, yes, like this tool can see me almost. You know, we all have this desire to be seen. Yes. Like this tool can see me. So I started to go down the, the rabbit hole of human design. And then, because it's quite an in-depth system, I was like, you know what? I, I, I kind of left it. And then I was like, I, I don't really want to do this anymore for my own personal experiment. At that time, I wasn't teaching it or using it in my coaching. And then I discovered jinkies. And that fell a lot softer than human design and I've always said jinkies is like the the feminine aspect of you it really brings an awareness of who you've come here to be whereas human design is a bit more like masculine and it's like how you're designed to do things so through my years of teaching these tools as well I've noticed people tend to sway more towards one or the other if we are more if we feel more familiar and safe in our feminine essence we tend to enjoy gene keys. If we feel more familiar and safe in our masculine essence, we like human design. So okay. then I was like, gene keys, yes, 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 way better than human design. And then I can't remember, it was only a couple of years later. It may have been actually, because a lot of this I really started to dive into when my daughter was born. So she's six and a half now. So where I remember being pregnant with her and spending a lot of time just really diving into both of these tools. And then I started to see how they really actually supported each other. And it was from there that I just started really, first of all, for me, integrating it and embodying it for me, my life. I, of course, ran the charts for my husband, my daughter, started to kind of support them as well, and then started integrating it into my um, coaching business. And so how long have you been doing coaching in general? So coaching in general, I have been a coach, mentor. Again, a lot of the changes for me happened when I was pregnant with Luna. So before I was a coach, I ran my own teacher training and recruitment company. And that was specifically for those that wanted to teach English as a foreign language. So I had an accredited course that they would take. And then I had, um, and then because they took the accredited course, they were able to get visas, which permitted them to work in different countries. And then I have partnerships with schools all over the world. So I would then go and place them in jobs in these schools for like a year, two years, so they could go and do that. But it wasn't really lining me up. There was something in it. I was like, it's good. And, you know, it was fun, but it, it wasn't my thing, if you will. Yeah. And then, yeah, so when I was pregnant with Luna, that's that's what I was doing. I've been doing that for a few years. And then I remember very early on after she was born, and I remember this because I was breastfeeding her, I woke up in the middle of the night to breastfeed her. And literally there was just a voice that just said, sell it. 
And I was like, and I remember this feeling of relief and excitement where I was like, oh my God, I could sell it. I could sell my business. You know, I don't have to do this just because it's what I'm doing. And then of course the little mind monkeys came in. I was like, oh, what would my husband say? This is ridiculous. You know, you're going to set it, but then what are you going to do for money? You know, the usual thing. Yeah, yeah. And then I spoke with my husband the next morning and he was actually in agreement and he was like, let's do it. Within a month I'd sold it and had officially launched my coaching business because behind the scenes I was running, um, it was a Facebook group of about 12 women that I was supporting completely for free for about the, you know, the, the year before. So I was, I was still in the personal spiritual development world and supporting people for free and doing my own personal development work whilst I had my, uh, teaching, training and recruitment company. And then it was just a case of that is what I want to do. And then the courage and the confidence to fully own it and step into it. Oh my goodness. I have chills right now. When you said (laughs) I was going to sell it, it was like, Mm. you could just tell that was the right move for you. It was such a way I'll never forget it. It was just such a wave of relief where it was in. And it was almost like where it was like, it was so obvious. It was like, of course, like, of course, that's like <laughs> the answer. Do you know what I mean? And then, yes. and, and it was really because it was such a bodily reaction and I really felt it in my body. And I believe it's because I'd just woken up, It, you know, so my mind wasn't awake. My body spoke first, my intuition spoke first, and then my mind tried to talk me out of it. But because my body felt it so strongly, there was a part of me that was just like, no, 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 I have to follow this. Yeah, that is such a good thing to call out. I'm glad you mentioned something about intuition and gut. So do you let that drive you a lot, like listening to what your gut is saying? I do. Yeah, that's definitely, um, I'm a very intuitive person. So if we bring in the elements of human design, one of my like superpowers is my spleen, which is all about intuition. My life's work is in the spleen 44. So as I would say, yes, very intuitively led, but, you know, still human at the end of the day. So uh, there are times when my mind still interferes, which is which is actually the shadow of that 44 as well, interference. So it's just not beating myself up when I do allow my mind to interfere and just use that as a, you know, a learning example in life. And hopefully not do it again. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. And yeah. learning examples are so important as part of like a self-love journey, a growth journey. It's like I was talking to somebody yesterday about expensive learning examples where you invest and then you realize you just moved in the wrong way. Yeah. Um, and it's like you had to do it, though, because now you know what you don't want or what doesn't feel right. And Hello. so all you can do is pick back up and start going in a new positive direction. No, exactly. And I used to be so harsh on myself, like really hard on myself, as I think most people are, where it was just like, you know, you know, like you're an idiot. Why did you do that? You should have known blah, 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 blah. But now it really is. It's like, you know what? Okay, like, look at it. Yeah. And so, you know, next time, don't repeat the same pattern you get to to change it and I'm actually teaching this for Luna now as as well as I say she's six and a half where if she does what is perceived to be something wrong I'm like but did you learn the lesson and she's like yeah and I'm like so there we go so it, it really wasn't wrong 
in that context because now you know next time to do it a little differently or to be a little differently and that's all we can ever do in life you know it's not about being perfect it really is using all the experiences life provides for us so we yes. can just make things a little better really isn't it yeah absolutely that's a wonderful perspective mm-hmm. and so with human design and gene keys and all the coaching mentoring you're doing like do you view for yourself what you do as like a self-love practice so I would say this sounds a funny answer but like yes and no so the way that I I see coaches and mentors in um yeah, like, in, yeah, coaches, mentors, really, you know, personal development, spiritual development coaches and mentors. So not necessarily like business coaches, very much around for your own personal spiritual development. I see like the angle that they come in at, because essentially we're all teaching or we're like the end outcome that we all desire is the same thing. We want everyone to feel connected to themselves and therefore their life and, you know, others and the world. Like that's the essence of everything. Like that's what we all want is to really live in our fullest potential. And I see people come at this from two different angles. So one is um, truth. So teaching about this is you and this is your truth. So like go be her. And the other one is self-love but they're both required. So for example, I feel I speak a lot about truth. And Mm -hmm. by speaking about truth, it helps me to love myself more. And those that speak about self-love, by teaching and speaking about self-love, it helps to connect those people to truth more. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And both are super important to have because you need to you know, hold yourself accountable. You need to really understand how you operate. And one thing, yeah, you had um, talked about before, just like it's energy flowing. So could you explain, I guess, a little bit more about the energy side of it and how for somebody who doesn't know what human design or gene keys are, like what, what's the basic understanding for them to kind of just get their toe dipped in the water if they're like, what do I need to know to start? Sure. Yeah. So the first thing that I would say for anyone that is wanting to dive into human design or gene keys is obviously get your charts. They're free. You can literally just go to Google human design chart. I use a website that's called Jovian chart just because I think it looks prettier. But when I dive in with my clients, I use um, a software called genetic matrix because it can provide a lot more. And then same thing, Jinkies profile, there's a Jinkies website, you can get those for free. And I say to do that because it's, I find anyway, it's really nice to have like visual representation of what I'm going to talk about when it comes to flow. So specifically for human design, what you will look at is what is called the body graph. And it's basically, you see, there's like the outline of a human, and then there's all these different shapes and numbers and like lines that connect them. So what we're looking at is the internal mechanism of your body when we're speaking in terms of energy. So in my belief, we're all energetic beings and it really is learning to master our own unique energy that will support us in everything. So when you're looking at the body graph, what you're getting an insight to is to your 
energetic makeup, okay? And it looks a little bit, I mean, you've seen it yourself, Lauren. Yeah. Yes. It, it, when you first look at it, it's like, yeah, I have no idea what any of this means. Okay. <laughs> That's and so then, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of two things will happen. You'll either go, yep, I'm going to put that there and I may come across it again. I may not. I leave it. Or you'll be like, I want to learn and understand this. And then that kind of, yeah, like that becomes your chosen path. Clearly, I was one that went, I really want to learn and understand this. And yes. so when you're looking at that, like energetic makeup that's inside of you, when you understand the mechanics, because the thing is, when you're looking at that, all of those numbers, we have access to them all, which are energetic frequencies. It's all based on the I Ching. However, we don't have consistent access to all of those numbers. It's the ones that are cutted in, which are your defined gates, which I say are your gifts. And then the same with the centers. Those that are cutted in are your strengths. Those that are not cutted in, you don't have consistent access to the like the themes that are in those centers mm. and the frequencies that are in those gates. Okay. And so what you're learning when you dive into human design in terms of you and your flow is what you as a unique energetic human being have consistent access to okay mm -hmm. so you can then learn to operate on those frequencies and actually that's part of your gifts your strengths your talents that you're here to like give back into the world Yes, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, that's part of it. And then there's layers behind it as well. We've got four arrows, which are called the variables. And when we dive into those, it actually provides what best supports our digestion, what, what environment best supports our perspective on life, mm -hmm. you know, the way that we are motivated in life. And we can learn these specific parts about us and I love to use the term, which is what everyone says with human design, and we experiment with them. And we just make <laughs> changes in our life. We make small changes, tweaks and shifts that is more in alignment with this, the reflection of what your human design chart is telling you. And we just experiment with it. Let's see if it supports you. Let's see if that actually creates a change in how you feel and your energy supply, your flow, essentially. And in my experience, more often than not, it creates a huge difference in your energy supply. So you feel more consistent in what yes. you're able to do, because that's what you're accessing. In terms of your perspective, because it, you're in alignment with yourself, you're in your flow state. So you've got a really good perspective on all things, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And yes. again, that connection back to you and your truth. So you kind of move in this way. The fear is still there. This, it's everything still being felt that was being felt before, but you are now bigger than it because you're connected to you. And that deep remembrance of you, your truth from your soul perspective. And that's when we're able to move through everything. And that gives us this confidence where it's like, 
really like I can do anything I, I can do anything which is just so cool and guys I have to say I have talked to Sue multiple times. Mm -hmm. I did get her playbook, which I'll ask her to explain what that is in just a minute, because I feel like it's gold. Like I may not, I kind of look stuff up online when I first heard about human design and um, another one of our mutual friends introduced me to Sue. And it was like, once I met you and I got the playbook and we had a few calls, I feel like I was so much better set up than what I was finding online yeah. because you really helped break it down. And you gave me some examples that I could just really relate to or feel like I understood because I have to share with everyone. Human design is not like I'm going to read it and understand it overnight. It is not one of those type of, you know, things. It's, it's something that's a continued journey. You, there's yeah. so much to understand and learn um, that it's not a quick, okay, I've got it all. I'm good now, you know? Um, so Sue, could you please explain what the playbook is and how people should use the playbook and why sure. they should come to you to get one? Because it is unique to you and it yeah, looks sure. absolutely amazing. I love what you said. Where And then lots of people have actually said that where it's like, they're, they're like holding the book and it's like, I feel like there's gold in this. And yes. really it is, but it is, as you know yourself, really learning to use it in the capacity that was intended. So it's not a book that you're going to read through once, put on a shelf and like, that's it. It's it's your own, I call it, it's your soul's modus operandi. So it's something you refer to again and again. So yes. where it came from, so at the end of 2021, I was for a while then, um, I was doing one-on-one -on -one coaching and I was offering something that was called PPP sessions, which was basically, I think it was like purpose, power, potential. And it was essentially um, three human design calls that people could have, focusing one on your power, one on your potential and one on your prosperity I, I I don't remember exactly but they were called PPP sessions and it was this thing where I was like they were good and it was providing what people needed and I'd been doing you know kind of sharing pieces about human design but it was always something in me where it was like as you said yourself it's more than just a reading it's more than just having an hour's call with somebody or you know just yeah, like, like whatever it is. And then that's it. It's like I really wanted a way where people could consistently integrate the information that's in their chart. Mm -hmm. And I had this like basket full of like notes of, you know, my own personal journey of human design and, you know, books here, pieces of paper there I'm sure we've all got the same thing and it was like <laughs> I don't even know where to start to go back to remember all of this I could sit there for days going through it all and then I remember having a thought and I was like wouldn't it be great if that was in a book if I literally all of that I could have a magic wand go duh, 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 and it all just went zoom, and it was in this book that I could pick up you know I could move around yes. with me. and that's where the idea came from and I actually at the end of 2021, I got sick, not spectacularly sick, but enough to stop for about two weeks. My current clients, I sent the messages and said, really sorry, like, I'm just, like, I'm out for a couple of weeks. We'll all pick up again in the new year. Everyone was really agreeable. And it was actually then where the playbook idea came in. 
The idea initially was as like just a little magazine. So instead of offering PPP sessions, just offering, offering this like magazine format. And okay. then when I started to bring it together, it was very clear that it was going to turn into, I think now it's like 163 pages or something. Yes, yes. Yeah. And it that's is a very substantial, it, awesome book. Yeah, and that's where it came from. So they, I started to create them early 2022. And then even throughout last year, that there was, I always felt like there was something missing, something missing. And it was like, people have this book. And as you've said yourself, Lauren, it's gold. But it was like, I also couldn't be, you know, doing one-on-one calls with everyone. You know, I've sold like, you know, two, 300 of these books. It was like, I can't then do two, 300 calls. So it was like, what can I do that's going to provide extra support? And that's why now, along with the book, you get the program, which is a self-study program that you work through at your own pace, lifetime access, go back to, which really helps you to integrate everything that's in the book. So I feel like now that's a beautiful, like complete package that I can offer people. So as you said, it's, you're not lost and going here, there and everywhere, learning pieces you know, a little bit about your design here, a little bit about the designer. Let's do a Google search here. Let's read this. Let's read that. Everything's in one place for you. It's yes. like if you really want to learn you and your human design, just buy your playbook, use the program, integrate the information, and it's like all there for you. Yes, it is. And I can attest to that. I have started diving in more like in my free time. I'm actually using... um all the online resources you provided, plus I'm in your Facebook groups, but mm-hmm. that is when I'm investing time in that, I'm actually using that as part of my self-love journey because I'm using it as a time to invest in myself, get to know myself better so I can just operate better. Yeah. <laughs> because, because as you say, even when you get to know yourself better, like you, like the true you, not from all the programming and conditioning, you're going to love yourself more because that's when you end up looking at yourself going, I'm actually pretty friggin' awesome. Do you know what I mean? Like the truth yes. of me is somebody to love so, so deeply. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I mean, this is why I wanted to have you on because when I learned about human design and the gene keys, it was like, I don't know, a whole nother side of me open. Like you said too earlier in the very beginning, you said, I felt like I was being seen. And it's like, that's the same way I felt when I first you know, got my um, PDF back from you because I couldn't Mm -hmm. wait till the hard cover book came. I needed to like look right away Mm -hmm. and I started reading it and I'm like, wow, this is like eerily like me. And so it was so cool to just know like some things I had done, um, I could identify where I was moving in the right way or in my, you know, um, positive side. And then I could also feel when I was moving in the shadow and I'm like, okay, yep. I know in that instance, I was operating in a way that wasn't intended yeah. for me. Yeah. And that's it. And that's why as well with the books, I wanted to have the covers as they are, because everyone, you know, the cover is uniquely created for you. Cause that's like your first point of being seen. It's like you looking at you, do you know what I mean? And yes. those words that I give on the front, they kind of come through me when I kind of, I look at the general theme within your design and then allow those words. Everyone has different words on their cover. There's no one cover that has the same words. So every cover is so unique. So it's like, you're looking at you, you're looking at these words and, and 
like you feel that because a lot of the times it's like these sensations these feelings like you know they're in us but we're not always able to articulate them we're not always able to like put language to it and so within the playbooks it it can provide the words that you've always been looking for to again the truth of you Exactly. Which leads to loving yourself more when Mm. you just truly understand yourself and it helps you set boundaries. I mean, that's something we've talked about before too, is Mm -hmm. how you're able to like set boundaries with other people when you know what it is that you need. Yeah. 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 Cause you're just honoring yourself. You're like, actually, this is correct for me. That is not correct for me. And this is still a huge lesson, even in the last couple of weeks that I've, you know, Again, this isn't, as you say, you do it once and that's it. It's like a spiral. You just deepen your learnings all the time. So, yeah, like within my business, there was somebody within my team that it wasn't feeling correct. And, you know, again, we're still humans at the end of the day. My mind was like, you know, I never want to upset anyone. I never want to hurt mm-hmm. anybody. I never want to, you know, be the bitch, if you will. But yeah. yet it wasn't correct for me. So, again, as you say, part of that self-love is actually honouring you your energy what is correct for you first and having those conversations um and knowing that it's okay yeah that's part of your self-love journey isn't it is having those boundaries and being able to communicate to others yeah like yes and no and you in your body feeling safe in both the yes and the no Yes. And that is such an important point because I do talk about boundaries a lot on this podcast. Mm. But one thing that you said to me at one point that really resonated was that you need to be okay if somebody doesn't love when you say no or you set the boundary. And I think that is so important to reinforce. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm a mom to a six and a half year old. I get that reinforced every day when I say no, and she doesn't love it. But, you know, again, it's, it's learning for us in ourselves to let go of the guilt of the shame of that potentially we might be disappointing others in our no but that's not necessarily wrong it's just we're not a correct fit it's not aligned and actually in the long term it's going to serve both of us in that no does that make sense yes that makes a ton of sense that's a great point Okay, so you have been super busy on Facebook lately, and Mm -hmm. there have been some really cool groups going on. Can you explain a little bit about what you do on Facebook and who these programs are open to? Yeah, so at the moment I, well, I had, which you were part of, um, I can't remember when it was, a couple of weeks ago. It feels, you know, time just merges into one. It was was something that was called Human Design and the Money Game. And the intention, it was a five-day, like, event that was in a private Facebook group. And it was really kind of walking you through using your human design and Gene Keys chart and really showing you your unique, like, money sequence. So highlighting the parts of your charts So you can make tweaks and shifts and changes in how you're being. So you're more in alignment with these parts in your charts that will actually open your receptive state for your prosperity. So when I talk about money, it really is in the context of prosperity, which is, you know, health, wealth and happiness. Yeah, it's very Mm -hmm. much with within the world of human design and gene keys, as you know, it's not the focal point isn't on money. The focal point is on you. And when you are being 
your truest self. The byproduct is you will then receive money because source always provides for us. So I had that um, and, you know, you can still go in the group, the replays. I think I'm going to keep it open towards the end of this month um, so people can go in and catch the replays. And then what I'm going to do is actually take the videos off and put them, repurpose them and actually put them into a paid program. So Mm. if people want to get it for free, you need to get into the group now between now and the end of June and catch the replays. Otherwise, it will be a paid program. And then on the back of that, at the end of this week, I'm doing um, a human design masterclass, which and I'm going to show you in this masterclass, it's going to be very practical, very hands on, where within your charts, you can find like what you need to see what your frequencies are that are going to align you with your purpose, your passion and your prosperity. So I have those going on. They're free events. So anyone is welcome to those. There is a link to register just so you get into the email sequences. Um, And then you just go join the group, play around, have some fun and take it from there. And then I do have, so I have a menu that I put out every season that Mm -hmm. provides what my paid offerings are. And at the moment I have one called The Experience, which is a six-week program. And it's really for those that want to learn like the mechanics and the intricacies within their charts. And they're happy to do it in like, um, you know, I provide the teachings, they have their chart they go away and they like apply the teachings to their charts and it's going to be done. I'm doing all the teachings live within a Facebook group. And in this round specifically, you're going to have me there live, which means you can also ask questions in the group over the six weeks and I can provide you my one-on-one support. It's only ever going to be done live this time because again, I will then take those teachings and turn them into a self study course so if you want to do that live this is the only time and then I have my bigger mastermind coaching program which is called the experiment which is really for those that want to get paid to be themselves and are committed to building and scaling their business whilst fully embodying their human design and gene keys Mm, yeah that's awesome so can you talk a little bit more about what the experience or experiment is like how that works where if they're embodying their because you said they can get paid if you know in scale business. Yeah, I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that might be super interested in this or at least the understanding of how knowing your gene keys and human design can help with business. Yeah. So there, there's like a, a great place to start with this will be to also join the masterclass this week. And again, you know, if you're listening to this after, so that's going to be on the 9th of June, there's always replays. Yeah. We love replays. They're always there. Yes. But the experiment is really what we're going to do um, within the group is we're going to, again, build, scale and grow your business whilst you're fully embodying your human design, because there's a lot of pieces within your human design chart that can provide for you really how you're designed to do things so you can build your business in a way that is very in alignment with you and your energy. An example of that is we have circuitry within our charts. So there's um, three main circuitries and then subtypes. You have tribal, collective and individual. 
So if you have, for me, I have a lot of collective circuitry. So a lot of my containers that I create, a lot of what supports me and my energy is when I am sharing my wisdom with the collective. So that's why I love things like podcasts and I love things, you know, like sharing on social media, um, you know, YouTube. I love to go into other people's spaces and share my wisdom with human design yes. and jinkies. And that really supports me and my energy. It's very in alignment with me and the circuitry that I have going on in, in my system because I'm not going against what I'm naturally designed to do, which means that there's less resistance, which means, again, that opens up that I'm going to be more consistent in it because it, it's really aligned with what I'm naturally here to do. If somebody has predominantly tribal circuitry, what they are more inclined that will support them and their energy is more like, you know, like sister circles. It's more they are in it with the tribe. So that could be, you know, a coaching program. It could be a sister circle. Um, you know, we can get could be like a retreat would be a great thing. It's like you're in it with them. You're you're part of the tribe, if you will. Yes. And the individual one is way more about like self-empowerment, more about your own individual empowerment is what then empowers others. So that can be that, you know, like the one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, and it can be really just sharing again you and your own self-empowerment journey. And again, I never want this to create limitations where it's like, oh, if I have collective, I can't do one-on-one. -on -one. Of course you can. You can do whatever you wanna do, but it's creating a business model in a way that is gonna be very supportive of you and your energy. And again, that's what will create that consistency. Because we see so many coaches out there, so many entrepreneurs, CEOs that have that, you know, the where they have hit burnout, where it's yes. like you see them and they're like all in and they're going. And then, you know, you don't see them for a few months. Then they're in that space of depletion. And it's because they're building in a way that is not in alignment with them. So they're not like their energy source isn't coming from within. They're trying to get it from outside of them. And we don't want that anymore when we're building our businesses because it doesn't create the lifestyle that we want. We, we, it, it's too masculine for us, if that makes sense. It's too much of the old business model paradigm where it's like, it's the numbers game. The more you do, so the more you do, the more offers you put out there, the more, you know, um, reels that you do, the more of this, the more of this, then you're playing the numbers game. You're going right. to get in. We want to play the energy game because it's way more fulfilling. And again, that's where the self-love element comes in. You're going to love yourself a lot more when you play the energy game. So the experiment is that it's six months where we are very committed to building and scaling a business that is in alignment. Within that six months, you'll actually do a launch as well that is in alignment. And that's where that element of like, you're actually going to get paid to be you. You will get paid within those six months within the launch that you will do within those six months. That's so cool. And I love the part where you highlight about like eliminating or like being aware of and 
stopping burnout from happening because that is such a common thing. Like I feel like today everybody is just, we need to be the best, this, the best, this, the best, this, and we need to do all of these things so quickly because we have to keep up with everyone else. And you're saying Mm -hmm. we don't have to do that anymore. You can move in the way you are meant to like, yeah. And just, yeah. Like, I mean, again, it's from my own experience, you know, before a coach teacher training recruitment, ah, it was very much right. Let's get up five o'clock. Let's, you know, do all of the things let's, you know, again, the more I do, the more I receive. So the receiving was very attached to the doing. My worth was very attached to the doing. And it wasn't that inherent worth of like, actually, no, it's more about who am I being, which again, is where the fulfillment comes in. And then even the early days, my coaching and mentoring business, you know, we all go on our own unique individual journey. And then in the last couple of years, like, I was just like, no, no, like, I want to build this in a way that supports the lifestyle I want. So, you know, I'm not my business. The business is the provision for the life that I want to live. And, you know, that's unique and different for each individual person. And so when we are really honoring that, we then end up living a very fulfilling life, which is what we're then able to give back to the world. I mean, imagine the world. That is, you know, where pretty much all humans are living a very fulfilling life. It's going to change the entire frequency of our planet And it's going to feel a lot lighter and a lot more enjoyable. And, you know, that's a large part of why I do what I do. Again, very collective, circuitry based. And that's what the world I want my daughter to start to experience. You know, it's going to be a process. Um, And then, you know, my grandchildren, I want them to start to actually live a life where it's not about pleasing others. It's not about putting everyone else first. It's not about doing more. It's not about overgiving. It's not about overdoing. It's not about trying. It's about alignment. It's about truth. It's about self-love and building and creating there. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> no, I'm just like, I, I can like can rant about that all day. I'm just like, it's time. Like, it has to happen. Like, it has to. Because otherwise, really, like, it's such a waste of our life here if we don't really dig our heels in and do it differently. Because you'll end up, and, you know, as cliche as, as it sounds, mm-hmm. it is what it is. You'll end up at the end of your experience in this physical body on earth going oh do you know what I mean like yes I I wish and we don't want that we don't want regrets but it does require a bit of courage and confidence now to therefore not have those regrets because we're going against everything that has been programmed and installed into us yeah. And that's where human design and gene keys can really help you. It's like, again, they see you. And so they really do help give you that permission to go, okay, well, I, okay, okay, let's be the fullest, truest version of myself, like now. No, and that is so true. And I can totally relate to everything you've said since having the playbook and since you know, starting to learn more. Like I feel empowered to 
live in my truth and be like, you know what, that doesn't align. I'm not disappointing this person by saying that's not a fit for me right now. I'm actually doing them a benefit because they would get a lesser version of me if I was trying to force myself into, you know, like what they're expecting or need from me. And I also think on the flip side, like I felt way more empowered to move in certain ways because I now know like, okay, I'm an emotional person. I need to to ride the emotion wave, then make my decision. But it's mm-hmm. like, once I've moved past that, I'm like, yes, I, I know this is the right move for me. Like I'm not second guessing as much. Yeah. And it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, is, it is such a game changer. I mean, the, the whole, in my belief, in many years to come, I don't believe this will be in our lifetime. But human design and jinkies won't even be required because the next generations would have been raised in a way to really trust their own inner authority. We mm. haven't. It's as simple as that. We haven't been raised. We've been raised in a way where all of our power has been given to external authorities. Our parents, yeah, yes. teachers, the government, you know, the list goes on. So now there's people like myself and yourself that are going, hmm, hang on, maybe I do know best. Maybe I do know what's correct for me. And so human design has, as you just said, you're an emotional authority. That is your inner authority. And it's learning to trust that above everything else. Because when you do that, you will put yourself in the correct places with the correct people at the correct time. And so we're on the learning journey. That's why human design and jinkies have been gifted to us as a collective. And that's why part of my mission is for so many people to really learn to use these, like, correctly is what I would say, as in the depth that is within the design, not just the surface level pieces. Because then, as you, you know, again, it will give you that trust and confidence that your inner authority actually knows better than all of what you're listening to outside of you. And eventually, that's going to be what how the collective will operate. That's how the next generations will be raised. And so eventually, these tools, they won't even be required. But right now, they are. And so we're in the learning process of it, which is why I love them so much, because it's like, yeah, I'm not only learning this for me, I'm learning this for Luna. And so she is being raised in a very different way. She's being raised in accordance with her strengths, her gifts, her talents. I'm teaching her. She's also an emotional authority. I'm teaching her very much to make decisions in accordance with her emotions. I say to her, go and sit down, tune into yourself. Like, let's see, because sometimes she's like, oh, I don't know. Give yourself space to go and breathe, go and ride that emotional wave and then make a decision. You don't have to make it in the now. I'm not going to put that pressure on you. So she's being raised in that way. So I'm hoping her children will then be raised, you know, in an even deeper way. And then their children, and that's how we're going to change the world. Which is so cool. You're empowering her to embrace who she is and live unapologetically as she's meant to, which absolutely I, I just love. It's like yeah. so amazing and something you're right that hasn't always happened. And so as it starts happening more, it's just going to change people and how we think and appreciate others for their uniqueness and how they yeah. operate. 
Yeah, like the way I see it is, you know, we're not necessarily here to like save the world, but we are here to change the world, not because it's terribly like a, a really bad, bad place, but, you know, things can always be made better. And so mm -hmm. that's kind of our purpose. But it has to start, when, you know, you know this, that's what the self-love journey is about. It has to start with yourself. So if you don't love yourself and you're not honoring yourself, you've got no overflow for others. And, you know, that's where that depletion consistently comes in. And so it is learning those boundaries. It's learning to feel safe in the know. It's learning to say, you know what? That's not correct for me. That is correct for me. And not feeling bad about that, not feeling guilt, not feeling shame. And really, oh, that strength, that courage, isn't it? To be that version. Yes. Yeah. It is. So I have to ask, what do you do to practice self-love outside of human design um, and gene keys and helping others? Like, what do you do to refuel? Yeah. So now because I feel like we all go on a self-love journey. So I remember like a few, few years back, I think I pretty much took a, an entire summer off just for me. And I was really practicing like self-love activities in terms of putting myself first. So that would be things, you know, like going to have a lovely hot bath, whatever time of the day that was required, really choosing pleasure activities for me like day in, day out. And I literally did that for an entire summer. And I was working with a coach at the time that was very much in that capacity. And, and it really changed a lot for me. Now, because I see self-love as a number of different aspects, you've got your pleasure activities, but self-love is really about honoring you. And again, what we've been talking about, what is correct for you. So now self-love for me is really in my decision making and making decisions that are correct for me and my truth, not ego led and not where I'm trying to please others. That's I the love that. It. But I also, yeah, like, like there's a lot of things that I, I really enjoy doing and I know ground me and connect me. And so when I'm in a space where I can feel my energies a bit, you know, zzz, is the way I would describe it, I just choose <laughs> to go and do those, you know, regardless of what my mind is saying. Yeah, like, you know, you shouldn't do that. You should do this. So, yeah, I would say now it's very much from decision making and really creating space to really learn what feels correct for me and following through on that, like no matter what. That is so good. I <laughs> love that. That's a great point of view on self-love. Yeah. All right, Sue, is there anything else that you want to share with the Love <sighs> Yourself Inside Out listeners before we wrap today? Not really, just to thank everyone for listening and, you know, again, just repeating everything we've spoken about and just yeah, really encouraging your listeners to just dig those heels in because there change is possible for you, change is possible for the world and you do get to live a great life, a really fulfilling life. Like it is possible, like it really is. And there's so much support out there, be it through yourself, Lauren, or be it through myself. There's so much support out there in so many different ways. Like really put yourself in the right spaces is what I would say. Again, I had yes. a coach the other day say, 
you know, even in terms of your everyday life, be mindful, be aware of the of who you're participating in life with. Like, what are you listening to? Yeah, like what stories are constantly being fed into your subconscious that you are then identifying with? And it, it's that that's really going to make a big change for you in your life, you know, as opposed to, I think, anything else, because we're here to live life. Do you know what I mean? And so yes. just having that awareness and that mindfulness, that's what I would say. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> and where can people find you on Instagram or Facebook? Is it just your name or where can they look? Yeah, so it is just my name. Um, so I'll be, uh, I, I think it's S, I can't remember. I'll, I'll put the links oh, in no, the no, show no, notes in, for no, everyone. Below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's S.E. Jones. I think it's underscore UK for Facebook. Um, but, yeah, in so Facebook and Instagram, uh, I'm not overly active on social media, way more so on Facebook than on Instagram. But I am making changes to that in a way that feels fun and fulfilling for me. Um, but, yeah, if people really want to dive in a bit more, if you go to my Facebook profile, you'll see the links for the free event, the free masterclass that's going on this week, which would also get you into the group where there's the replays for the human design and the money game. That's going to be until around the end of June. And then I've always got things going on as well. Like I always, I love to, because I enjoy it so much. So I love to kind of offer things that people can jump into in a free capacity, in a paid capacity, in whatever works for them. So yeah, they're definitely the places at the moment. Perfect. And yes, I will link to all that. I'll put it in the post as well so people can find that easily. But Sue, thank you so much for coming on. It was my pleasure, Lauren. I loved it. I love I love talking with you because we've, we've, you know, we've had conversations in the past, you know, with you and your charts as well. And yeah, it's always a pleasure. Like, And also like watching what you're doing and, you know, the changes within you. It's really, it's very beautiful to see. Oh, thank you. No, and I've found the times that we have talked just so invaluable. Everyone, I'm a huge advocate for the playbook. Like if you don't want to look up your charts on your own, Sue takes care of that when you get the playbook yeah. and it, it's all packaged for you. And, you know, it's a great place to learn. And if you're like me who just, I constantly want to learn, I want to ingest more, I want to know more. Like this mm. is a great place to start because once you know yourself, it's like, it's easier to love yourself. You can appreciate you know, all your uniqueness. So, so amazing. So thank you, Sue. Thank and thank you, you, Lauren. And thank you listeners for tuning in. It was another episode of the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. We'll touch base next week. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lo. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.